You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey there, Nonplus listeners. You're the sort of person who likes to partake of a tipple from time to time. A what? A tipple. You know, it's a bit of, it's a bit of booze, but coyly and a little British. Coyly British is my stage name. Okay. If you enjoy a cocktail from time to time and you're looking to jazz things up a bit, you should definitely check out Shaker and Spoon. Yeah, Shaker and Spoon is a really cool subscription service that helps you be your own mixologist. They send you a new box every month centered around a carefully curated cocktail theme. Inside, you'll find all your ingredients, instructions, and even mixology definitions to help you craft your very own fancy cocktails. You provide the poison, Shaker and Spoon provides the pizzazz. To sign up and get $20 off your first box, head over to shakerandspoon.com forward slash nonplussed. Again, that's shaker, A-N-D, spoon.com slash nonplussed to get 20% off your first order. I'll drink to that. And one for Molly. So is it Honey, I Shrank the Kids or Honey, I Shrunk? Well, the title is Shrunk. Um, and shrank is usually the best choice when you're doing past tense. Like I shrank my shirt in the dryer. Um, and you would normally use shrunk when you want to do the past participle. Like I have shrunk my shirt in the dryer. Um, but in that sense, it should in fact probably be honey. I shrank the kids. Got it. Wait, does, did- does it matter in the grand scheme of things? Not, Not really. much does. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Another episode of Non Plus a Gay Romp through the Disney Plus Vault. That over there is my husband Clancy. Oh, and over there is my husband Josh. And it's another episode of Non Plus a Mischief Media Podcast. Hello, hello, honey. Hi, honey. Uh, as you may or may not know, not you. You're Me? my husband. You do know. I, I don't do know. know. The listeners might not know that. Uh, I've uh, formally restarted my drag career under yes. the new name Dusty O'Cunt. Dusty oak, like the tree, hunt as in to hunt, dusty oak hunt. Uh, you could go to dustyoakhunt.com to check out all her socials. It, it was my first paid gig in drag, like my first time someone yeah. said, I want to pay you money to show up in drag, yeah. put on a dress and come read bingo at our wedding. And it was it was fun. Uh, fans of the show might know Joey Richter and Lauren Lopez. It was their wedding. Congratulations to the two of them. So delightful yeah. to be a part of their special day. Uh, I even got a bottle of my favorite old-fashioned mixer from the bartender. So all in all, it was a great day. My yeah. face melted off outside, but hey. But hey. Everybody right? was happy. Exactly. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, what else is going on in the world? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, it's con season. So if you are looking down the barrel of LeakyCon and you still haven't gotten your, your gear for the show yet, head on over to MischiefMerch.com because let me tell you, we've got a new... Halfling generation line. It's got a pint glass, a t-shirt, and a shiny sticker. There's also a magical creatures line uh, with a hoodie and a shiny sticker and a t-shirt and a journal. And yeah. and there's a LeakyCon Chicago unisex tank top. It's a sexy tank top. It vaguely resembles something uh, from the Lion King. I, I don't know. Well, I, I want it all. Well, the model. Yeah, I want the model. Does he come sure. with it? I don't know. I wonder what he smells like. Anyway... <laughs> Head to mischiefmerch.com to wonder about his smell yourself. If you get any MCU-themed or non-plus items, uh, use code nonplus10. You get 10% off your purchase. Yeah. We also, in the news, there's a new trailer for the Marvels. Yes, a bit more expansive. We get the higher, yeah. further, faster line. We get a bit more Kamala. We also kind of figure out, we, we kind of see who the, uh, at least maybe one of the protagonists is. Protagonist or antagonist? Do you mean antagonist? Antagonist. I forget yeah. her name, but yeah, she's one of the Inquisitors. Yeah, uh, and in the in the trailer, she finds the other bangle, the partner to Kamala's. Yeah, and that's how they. And then hilarity ensues. One would assume. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Also, um, it's San Diego Comic Con this week, which has kind of uh been a bit of a whisper. Yeah, not a whole lot of big news coming out of it. You've, there's been a lot of Warner Brothers and DC stuff over the weekend, but 
For our purposes, we got some new character posters and stills from the new Percy Jackson series coming to okay. the platform. Cute. Um, and there was a clip of the new X-Men 97 that was shown. Oh, shit. I do think it's worth pointing out. Yeah. Yes, there's a strike. SAG-AFTRA, WGA. Well, I think we technically fall under the category of entertainment journalists. Sure. Um, and SAG-AFTRA has said, yes, you're fine. Comma, but we also make fun of the platform and have no problem calling out Bob Iger or anybody else for being dickwads. So it's just weird to want to watch these new things, but also know that that there are people on here. Like I'm going to make the point later. There's there's reference material we could not reference because Disney said I don't want to pay royalties anymore. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, long story short, we support the strikers. We are not scabs. No, um, not at all. F- fuck uh, capitalism. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to continue making fun of some of Disney's choices regardless. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. As usual, our research comes from Wikipedia, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Box Office Mojo. Yes. Clancy, what did we watch this week? Uh, well, we watched uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, released June 23rd, 1989, running an hour and 33 minutes. And uh, it's the directorial debut of Joe Johnston. We've covered two of his other films on yeah. this podcast. Uh, it was Nutcracker in the Four Realms and... The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, he got his start doing Star Wars VFX, and he's had quite the filmography. Yeah, like, he's done... Jum- he directed Jumanji, October yeah. Sky, Jurassic Park 3, Hidalgo, Captain America, the first Avenger. Right. Uh, and, and, uh, another one called not safe for work. I don't think we saw, I don't think I ever saw that. I don't think I did either. But like when you think of franchise directors, why does Joe Johnston's name not pop up in my head? He clearly championed the concept. Also the fucking page master. He, right. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, screenplay by Ed Naha and Tom Schulman story by, uh, Ed Naha, Stuart Gordon and Brian Yunza, Yuzna, 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 Yuzna. Yeah. Uh, the cast, we've got Rick Marinas as Wayne Zielinski. Matt Frewer as Russell Big Russ Thompson. Marcia Stressman as Diane Slansky. Christine Sutherland as Mae Thompson. Thomas Wilson Brown as Russell Little Russ Thompson Jr. Jared Rushton as Ronald Ron Thompson. Amy O'Neill as Amy Zelensky. Robert Oliveri as Nick Zelensky. Carl Steven as Tommy Purvis. Mark L. Taylor as Donald Don Forrester. Kimmy Robertson as Gloria Forrester. And Lou Cattell as Dr. Brainerd. Brenard? Brenard. Brenard. But it looks like Brainerd. I hadn't seen this one in a hot minute. I, uh, yeah, same. Like, I think the last time I saw it was maybe like on TV. VHS, at least for yeah, me. something like that. I never rode the ride at Disney yeah. or did the 4D experience, whatever. Did you ever see the Roger Rabbit? Um, short, short that yes. came before this. Yeah. I'm fairly certain I'd seen that elsewhere. Yeah. Or at well, least, the at the very, like, yeah, then I would yeah. have seen it on the VHS. Yeah. yeah Tommy yeah, yeah. Trouble, I think, is the, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that's fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, this one's fine. Yeah. It's, it's all right. You can see why it, why it started the fervor it started. For sure. And I mean, it's not to say that like it was a bad movie. I think it was paced okay. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah. I, I, I wasn't, this wasn't terrible. No. But there are some questionable things that happen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you want to get into it? Let's get into it. All right. Quirky scientist and inventor Wayne Zielinski has been designing a ray gun machine capable of shrieking and growing objects, but cannot get it to work properly. His obsession with the machine worries his hardworking wife, Diane, teenage daughter, Amy, and aspiring inventor son, Nick. Next door, Big Russ Thompson, his wife, May, and their younger son, Ron, are preparing for a fishing trip. Their elder son, little Russ, is less enthusiastic as his interests often clash with his father's. Shortly after Wayne leaves for a conference, Ron accidentally hits a baseball, through the Zelensky's attic window and into the machine, turning it on and blocking its targeting laser. Caught by his brother, Ron is forced to confess to the Zelensky kids. Ron and Nick enter the attic to retrieve the ball and clean up the mess, and then the activated machine shrinks them. Amy and little Russ suffer the same fate when they go searching for their siblings. 
So what did you think about this animated title sequence? I actually quite liked it. It gave me some Ren and Stimpy vibes. So I looked up the, yeah, the company yeah. that did it. It was Croyer Films. Oh, shit. So not the Ren and Stimpy people, but they also did uh, Fern Gully. Okay. They did the opening title animation for Christmas Vacation. That makes sense. The National yep. Lampoon's Christmas mm-hmm. Vacation. Son of Pink Panther. Uh, Tom and Jerry, the movie, 1992, they did. Okay. Um, also, the an- title animation for the Bobby's World cartoon. Uh, and the sense. character designs for Widget the World Watcher. <laughs> As a child, yeah, children would call me Widget because they thought my last name was weird and it sounded like Whitkey. Oh. So, yeah. Poor thing. That one's triggering. Jesus. But it's, yeah, it's a very mod. It's got like a very, uh, uh, the animation style is fun. Yeah. I, I felt like, you know, A, it's very much of its time, yes. but at the same time, it felt fun. This movie for me as a child sparked the idea that I could be an inventor. Uh, there were also commercials about like, become an inventor, get your patent now. <laughs> um, I, ju- I never put two and two together a la to invent things. You have to know other things. Yeah. Such as uh, physics, chemistry, engineering, <laughs> math, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you could just become an inventor, think up ideas, and then in, in, invent them into production. Uh, yeah. Which, in theory, you can patent squat to a degree. Sure. Um, and there are very annoying people who will do just that and then go after other people for using their patent on a very silly... I mean, Steve Jobs really didn't invent anything. Yeah, I, I, neither did um, Thomas Edison. Who yep. <laughs> he stole a bunch of shit. Yes, he um, did. That's not this podcast, though. It's not. Why is Amy telling family gossip to what her date on the phone, whoever this is? I guess it was kind of a weird conversation. Girl, for why them you to share happen. family business? Yeah. My mom and dad got in a fight last night. Mom's staying at grandma's. Things will cool off after today. Dad has his big show and tell at the lab. It works. It really it works. Get real. A subject. It's disappeared. No, no, it's not that. No. Mom and Dad had an argument last night, and Mom spent the night at Grandma's. Like she just needed a rest. Right, her <laughs> and me both. Yeah, okay. Hey, you want to make out behind the fountain at the Foot Locker later? What is going on? I mean, you know what? I, I'm I'm all for like you know share your trauma. Like you know if, <laughs> if he's if he's willing to listen, that's great. But is she oversharing? Sometimes this happens to me. I mean, probably By a little bit. By which I mean, sometimes also, I frequently overshare. But we never do see this boy, so, you know. No. Yeah. He could be dog meat for all we he know. He could be dog meat. The thought of that small dot matrix printer as somehow being a technological advancement is, in hindsight, <laughs> hilarious. He sends a text message, effectively, downstairs yeah. to his daughter that he's going to be down for breakfast late. And it prints out really tiny. Even with the, like, he hasn't, he's managed to invent uh, a, a miniature printer, effectively. Yeah. But not spell check? Yeah, I think the point is, is that, like, he's appropriating different technologies into, like, everyday things. It very much like, you know, where, what's her bucket, um, Sandra Bullock ordering a pizza in the net. You could have just called. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Right. You didn't have to do Use all that. Use a fucking intercom, Wayne. They've <laughs> exactly. already been invented. Exactly. You don't need to reinvent the wheel, although you probably would, and it would be far more complicated than it needs to be. Also, thank you for coming to my talk about Sandra Bullock and the Net again, because oh I love that movie. Get up. <laughs> the dated Mr. Wizard reference is funny to me. Oh, no, not again. Who does he think he is, Mr. Wizard? Zelensky, give it a rest! It's Saturday! Because I don't know that even you know who Mr. I don't know Wizard who is. Mr. I don't know it what It was an is. educational science show. Okay. I loved it as a kid. He was a precursor to Bill Nye. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he yes. was Gen okay. X's Bill Nye. Got really. it. Really. Uh, much more low-key. Um, there was no, like, whiz, whiz, whiz. That, no. Not, no? Okay. See, and even then, I tended to prefer Beekman's World. I don't Bill know what Nye. that is either. Mm. So, anyways. Big Russ is so violent. He 
Yes. He just wants to smash everything. There's a thread of toxic masculinity going through Big Rest that I simply do not like. Yeah, I have the same words toxic masculinity written here yep. for the same purpose. Like it's yeah. Now earlier I mentioned there's a refer a piece of reference material that we could not watch for this film. There's a show that was on Disney Plus called Prop Culture that has since been removed. It was oh, the shit. only way you could get this show was digitally. You could at one point purchase it through Apple. We told you. But now you can't because I tried. And there was a whole episode of Prop Culture dedicated to this film that has a lot of information about the gun and different things and interview some of the cast. I mean, this is the problem. Honestly, the Who Framed Roger Rabbit episode did have Kathleen Turner on it. And I wonder if someone like Kathleen Turner was like, I'm absolutely going to get residuals for this appearance, darling. And maybe Bob I mean, Iger said, who told Kathleen she could have that much money? I know, right? But it, again, it's, it's especially something that was made for Disney Plus to then be removed from the one place. That's the sinister at. thing about it. You yeah. sold this platform on some of this stuff. Yeah. And now it's gone? Right. Those are the things that you're like, hey, this is exclusive to Disney Plus, And now it's nowhere. Uh, other than the, uh, the internet being a popular source of information. Yeah. But like. It's just driving, it's going to drive people to do that again. And I don't understand why they would, why they would want to shoot themselves in the foot also, again. Also, not going to lie. Uh, there's a plausible world where one might consider that if I had reasonable access and could perhaps assume a degree of anonymity in so doing, that I might perhaps consider downloading prop culture from a source that is not the original. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. I just used a whole lot of words to say it. Yeah. Anyway, you know, when this movie came out, I've, in hindsight, very definitely had a crush on Russ. I just don't think that's what that I realized that's what was happening at the time. But anyway, yeah, Russ is going to be a size queen by the end of this because his dad's saying things like if he wants to feel big, he should act big. Yeah. What he doesn't need right now is to hear from you. He needs something. When I was his age, I was captain, captain of the team. And if my father had wanted me to go on a fishing trip, I would have been, been gr grateful, Russ. He is too small for football. He is not too football. small for football. Shh. Honey, when you say things like that, you make him feel about this big. If he wants to feel big, he should act big. You're going to make your son gay. <laughs> I mean, yes. Talk that, about, talk absolutely. About, my daddy wants me to be a big man. I got to be a big man for daddy. Yeah. Also, you can't convince me that he didn't quit the football team because somebody caught him sucking dick in the locker room. That's all I'm saying. Yes, Moving on. Also that. I, I do like that uh, Wayne, Rick Moranis' character, yes. he loads all of his familial problems. He puts a lot of pressure on himself for this for this uh, presentation, yes. Hiya. Hi. Nick, I called to wish you luck at the conference. Look, Diane, if things go well this morning, everything will change around here, I promise you. Okay. I have a house to show. And then I'll be home this afternoon and we'll talk. Good luck today. Thanks. Bye, honey. If he doesn't succeed at work, everything else is going to fail. And yeah. like that to me is just really, really toxic and not great. It's, it's not a, a good look. It's another arc. I feel like I've mentioned you must remember this a couple times. I'll link it again in the show notes. But it's one of those things where she she's doing retrospectives on the 80s and 90s and how sex and film varied sure. and grew yeah, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And how there were a run of films where like being a working parent in and of itself was the villain. Oh no. Oh yeah. I'm focusing on my career to support my family when really I should just be home and, and making a sandwich in the kitchen. Like, yeah, it's that's gross. It is when you take enough of a step back to realize, Oh, the actual villainy is uh, a parent's ambition to succeed. Right. Which I guess in the context of this is like, they sh like, they're going to be fine. Like these yes. kids are fine. It's still a degree of obviously, uh, you know, hubris. It's not quite Faustian. Sure. Wow, I sound like I paid for my degree. Um, my point is, is that like there's no real person at fault per se. It's all a matter of circumstance. But e even later, uh, their mom says, you know, this wouldn't have happened if we were working, if we weren't working all the time. Which again, that's just not oh, like as a in a kids movie. That's not a that's not something you should be no telling your kid like showing children that that is in fact uh, an okay feeling to have is that your parents are working too much and they're not paying enough attention. I to know. Me. I used to complain to my mother as a kid that she wasn't able to like volunteer for field trips or come help out at school sure. as often as other parents. So I had to imagine. It, 
it broke her heart for me to say shit like that because she was going to work so she could put food in my goddamn mouth. Exactly. And I'm so, a gobble gobble. Hobble gobble. But, you know, <laughs> God forbid we make kids the kids the problem. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Especially <laughs> this little asshole who doesn't really turn a corner until he almost dies. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, even this convoluted dog treat machine is done so much more simply these days. There are little robots you can get on Amazon where your dog can push a button and it'll spit out a treat. Yeah. You set it to a timer. Some of them got cameras. You could talk to your dog. It, like this is it's weird but to this see is, this is 89 man this is like i know it's just so funny back to the future shit was like hype i know yeah but yeah the the, the trope of the rube goldberg machine um is a uh is a fun one just even get it with a remote control lawnmower which in and of itself is more convoluted than the version that we actually have today which is a lawn Roomba. It just goes around your lawn cutting. You say that, but they're actually still really convoluted. You have to actually set up a wire around your house. But like you don't have yard. to remote control it. No. It's but, not like an RC car. But like, you know, I would actually, I, I kind of would like a remote control. I could just sit and then mow I my lawn. I want one that's like a Segway. Oh, that would be cute. Right? Yeah. Or like a hoverboard. Like you're just standing on it and you lean to mow. You're describing a riding lawnmower. But standing. A standing lawnmower. I yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot in this film, kids. We're going to be finding <laughs> fluff where we can. Again, it's it's fine. It's fine. I do like that. that uh, what, what's his name, the kid? Which um, one? Nick? Nick uh, conned the neighborhood kid into mowing the lawn. Just because Robots he's like, cookies. here, here's Check this out really, my robot. Yeah. He's like, you could, you could control this. And then, yeah, it was it's just. You could touch my toy if you bring me a box of cookies. Pretty sure that's how I convinced him. Never mind. I'm going <laughs> to. Oh. We don't need to get that deep into my sexual history on every episode. Um, the sort of counterintuitive like, comparison, not counterintuitive. I guess it's just the, the, the yin and yang of these two families or whatever. Yeah. Where. The Zelinskis have all this robot stuff, but Amy can't manage to not burn toast. Meanwhile, next door, Big Russ is packing microwave meals, veal parmesan for a long weekend trip where they're supposed to be camping. Yeah, I don't like they were literally packing their entire house into an RV like they were taking it's microwave. like they were taking a cross country road trip, but disguised as a fishing trip that seemed optional. That is also a golfing trip. Oh, I didn't realize there was a golfing component. Yeah, well, because at one point May is carrying a bag of, of you're clubs. Right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's it. What the fuck? This this fishing this is trip. The shit that's weird. Like everything around the main story is just questionable because and, they, it's all loosely connected. And they fucking make fun of uh, a, was it Amy? Was she the the other the other yes. kid? Yeah. yeah. She, just for dancing while she's cleaning. Right. Everyone does that. Now, mind you, she's doing it with a dirty mop in yes. her face, which is. A little bit odd, but at the same time, like, why why are you yucking somebody's yum like this? Like, Wait, especially I don't when they're just trying to have fun while cleaning. Exactly. Who's 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 being hurt here? No one, Russ. No one. Maybe you should unclench your sphincter a little bit and try to have a little joy in your life, and your son wouldn't hate you so much. Yeah, he's just hiding cigarettes. Is what he's doing. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, cigarettes in a Disney movie. That's the other thing, and they so much of the stuff before they're shrunk comes back. Yeah. Uh, even the oatmeal cream pie is what uh, Nick eats at breakfast when the toast is too burnt. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure like he has thrown it out the window and that's why it's in the yard. Yeah. I, it's just, I, 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 I don't know. Why, right. why cigarettes? Yeah. It's even in 89, why cigarettes in a movie in a kid's movie? Well, especially although I think there's like, sorry, I keep cutting you off, but I say that about it being a kid's movie. I think two left clicks and this is very easily a horror film, the way some of this was shot. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, well, well, let's get to the inciting incident and then move on. Yeah. Baseball through the window. Like, A, why is just blocking this laser suddenly make this thing work? Something about overheating. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> What's important is the dynamic between these two brothers, yeah. Ron and Russ, mm -hmm. in that they're arguing as, the, you know, Russ is saying, you you, you got to be a man. You got to cop up to this. Also, I mean, you know, Russ has an ulterior motive there because he wants to be, I mean, sorry, talk to Amy. <laughs> but as they're walking over there. You're supposed to think on your own brother? Turn me in and I'll tell him what you spend your allowance on. Come on, Russ. My first response was lube and poppers. And I mean, my friend Blair's in town this weekend. She got us to go up to uh, up a mountain. It's great. She watched with us. And <laughs> the, 
It was at the same time. I was like, lube and poppers? She goes, men's health? Our, our, our brain was on the same wavelength. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and then lasers and shrinky dinks, and here we are. It's a, like a targeting laser. I guess that's what it's explained to be. And then but it's it being somehow over it's overheating the overall beam. But like it's got a camera in it. Like, what is the point of all of these uh, Sony mm, camera? Actually, I, I noticed it. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. Well, it's I mean, that's it's one of the cameras that they use in like, you know, sports things. Yeah. That's that's the kind of display it has, because that's what it looks like. It's just, you know, whatever. But yeah, it eh, the, I mean, I guess the suspension of disbelief is that, you know, all of this works. But like this is literally like. You know, hey, he, you he said built it. this in a cave. With Back a to the Future just came out a couple years prior to this. Like goofy inventors for comedy. That's kind of a a, a genre at this. point. I guess so. Yeah, using, weird science using that's a, the sexy uh, version food processor for the power of the flux capacitor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess stuff like that. Uh, moving on. Let's go. At his conference, Wayne is laughed off the stage for failing to provide proof that his machine works. He enters the attic upon returning home. The shrunken children try to get his attention, but their voices are only loud enough to be heard by the family dog, Quark. Already frustrated, Wayne discovers the broken window and snaps, repeatedly striking the machine. He sweeps the debris, along with the kids, into a dustpan and trash bag. The four manage to escape, only to discover that the trash bag is now on the curb. They make their way back home through the Zelensky's overgrown yard. Wayne eventually pieces together what happened, but accidentally activates some sprinklers while searching the yard. As a result, Amy nearly drowns in a mud puddle, but little Russ dives in to pull her out and revive her with rescue breaths. You know this is a comedy in the 80s because they have to say something like boogers. Yeah. Oh my God, what happened? Amy! Ross! Amy! Nikki. Gone? Nick, what happened? We're all the size of boogers. It, wait, you're literally stepping over a nail. You can say a nail, a fingernail. Anything. At literally anything other than boogers. Yeah. It may as well have been like, we're the size of a turd nugget for all. I mean, like, because that's what they're going for. They want yeah. kids to laugh at the word boogers. And Amy's going to miss the mall. <laughs> She's not going to get to go. Every time she said mall, you know what I thought? Come on, Jessica. Come on, Tori. Let's go to the mall. You won't be sorry. Also, the, there was a hidden dicky in this scene. Did you catch it? Hidden dick. Oh, yes. It's it's like a hidden Mickey, but it's in a Disney film and it's a penis. So when they're on the floor and they're looking up at the gun, the gun is very long and phallic in the center. And then there, there's the two lights on other, the, uh, on other sides. The, very hidden phallic. dicky. Very, it's a hidden dicky. Hidden dicky. Hashtag. There actually is a hidden Mickey at some point in this. Is there? Yeah. There, there was a, some trivia uh, on IMDb that was like, it was at one point, which I mean- it doesn't make sense to I talk missed about it. it, but yeah. It makes sense to talk about Hidden Dicky, though. Yes. Um, This does not seem like a reasonable reaction to your frustrations, i.e. taking them out on the gun. When he goes batshit on the gun? Oh, yeah. And he's just like, ah! Like, hey, yeah, yeah, that was stupid. Like, what, what was the point of destroying the thing? Like, and mind you, and we also had this, like, conference that he was putting on for his co-workers I guess who were just walking out on him How I've I've only ever been to consumer conferences like even CES is a bit consumer focused so uh I mean maybe educational conferences are kind of like this I do get why you'd need to have evidence but what kind of scientist is that much of a jackass in the audience of a conference and what kind of a scientist this then goes oh no I failed and stops there for any scientist, failure is progress because it means, oh, that's one thing I can rule out. Yeah, I mean. But maybe I'm getting too esoteric with this. I, I agree. No, I think the fact that, like, it, uh, you know, Wayne should have pivoted his his presentation to going away from, uh, to go away from, you know, hey, I've made this machine to being like, hey, I have this theory that. Focus like, on the theory. Right. Focus on that because that's at least. Uh, at least Revolutionary. Going, right. You don't have to have, I mean, he no makes, he makes the comparison to Einstein and the atom bomb, but like literally the theory of relativity is one of the things that Einstein is known for. And it's not like he could prove it in the room. No, it was an intangible, like, yeah, no. And the other, the other side of it too is like, even when he compared himself to Einstein and then the person in the room was like, you're comparing yourself to Einstein. He's like, he's like, 
put anybody in that name. Right. I'm just we, trying to explain a theory. We but stand upon the shoulders of giants, but I am now imagining Einstein in a classroom whipping a piece of chalk at somebody's head and going, now imagine a thousand times face to the net. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Specifically, I'm imagining Einstein as played by Walter Matthau in the move Meg Ryan movie IQ. Oh my god. It's a cute movie. Yeah. About nerds falling in love who also happen to be really attractive. Yeah. Um, I had a college professor once refer to Meg Ryan as a Muppet. (laughs) I could see that. (laughs) He, He felt I mean, she basically you wasn't. Just, you got mail. I like. mean, you just he his theory was you literally can slide her onto anybody's <laughs> hand in a movie, and you're you know, Gross. like Robert. Why would you? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, that's that's not great. It's evocative imagery to say the least. So they get into the grass, and they're all trying to whistle, and Russ can't whistle. No, and then he's being trying to taught how to whistle, and he's he's like trying to make it that face. That she you does uh, put your lips together and blow line. Yeah. Let's get higher up. You know how to whistle. Don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow. I maybe this is gonna be his sexual awakening. I that that's the thing. The look on his face said, but I already know how to blow. Like that's what <laughs> exactly. That's what I was reading. Yeah, because I my my next word here was gay. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, pretty lips. There's a reason I had a crush on this kid when I was six. <laughs> um, yes. Also, the the piss river reference. The piss river was a little too much. Why? Why? Why are we here? I don't understand. Also, do butterflies scream? Apparently not. Blair looked it up. <laughs> why are Why is this butterfly screaming? All of the like creatures in the grass make just the craziest noises. They don't make noises. And Nick's response to both the piss river and the dead fly floating by in it was, "Oh my god, what's a river doing in your yard? It's like a river dope. Could be a stream of dog painted. Look like a river to us. This woman." Have a ball, baby. I'm not swimming in that. What is this line? Is this a reference to something that I don't know know what it is? What is happening here? I had the same note here because it doesn't make any sense. The cat chasing away the dog was hilarious. Yes. Um, I just as a concept, I I I appreciated like I I genuinely laughed. Yeah. Um, but I mean, also when they were whistling, you mentioned this Franklin perked up. He was like, who the fuck's calling my name? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do like that. The dog does have an arc. The dog has a great arc. Yeah. I don't understand. We'll get to it, but I do love the dog. Yes. He was used very well. Um, can we talk about how gross the pollen looks? The, yeah. How fucking terrifying the bee is. I'm sorry. Bees. Bees. Beads. Bees. Beads. Beads. Job's not on board. Job's not on board. <laughs> My favorite bee meme is the Oprah one, but there's no audio to it because it's just the gif. Bees. Bees. It's taken from one of the episodes. I'll link it. It's taken from one of the episodes of her show where she gives everybody a car, except when the thing falls, it's been edited. It's bees. For a bunch of bees to fall out, and everybody's screaming and she's one dancing. Of my, one of my favorite <laughs> gifs. So it's just. The pollen itself looks disgusting. It reminded me kind of like the earwax on Double Dare. Yes. I- anyway, we get this flight of the bumblebee. They didn't bother to use the music. It would have been apropos. Uh, and again, just for the 10-year-old kids in the audience to laugh, we fly through a pair of whitey tighties. Like, yeah, we, we go uh-huh, through underwear. We fly through underwear that's on a line right. for some reason. And you had even mentioned this while we were watching it. These guys have every technologically crazy thing in their house. But they don't have a dryer? Seriously. That's the one thing you don't have automated is the most tedious task? Exactly. Even if he didn't want to spend the money on a whirlpool down at Sears or whatever, a Maytag, he would have invented something to slap his clothes on a rock or something. Right. It's all very low tech. And it's just like, why? Why? Goofy. Why? Goofy. It's it's goofy. I don't understand the yard grass hate that comes from the neighbor. Every shot that we see, the grass looks fine. 
The grass looks fine, and you look at the neighbor's and grass, the and it is, also looks the exact same. I feel like they had to justify it in the dialogue to, uh, for themselves, sell, you know, the jungle aspect of them being shrunk, but sure. then it doesn't look... It should have been longer. Yeah, I think it should have been. There should have been. been weeds everywhere. There should yeah. have been at least something that was like, hey... We don't care about our lawn. We don't do anything Cause it's, with it. Not only was it a plot point, because old boy comes back to remote control lawn in no pat, like with no sense, whatever. He's just yeah. dicking around with it at the end. Um, but also, yeah, they keep getting like, I think Big Russ commented on it at one point. Ron commented on, on it on one at one point. It, mm-hmm. I, it, I, yeah, it's it's a, uh, I mean, there was the line that's like uh, in any other yard, the grass would be shorter. Like, come on. I also think the the um the sort of American cultural touchstone that is prizing one's lawn is a bit passe these days. It really is because it's a very wasteful of water. Yeah, there. Uh, and, and Who it gives get, a shit about yard of the month anymore? You know. Yeah, I mean, I. I mean, we don't have I an get HOA. It. I, I, yeah, I was gonna say there are people <laughs> that are listening that are living in an HOA. I'm sorry that you do, but maybe they live in a good one. Maybe it's fine for them. Maybe it is. Our friend Angie's trying to run to get on hers. And I mean, so that she can fuck around with all those old biddies. Not for nothing. We used to pay someone just to come in by what every two weeks. So like, you know what I mean? Like, eh. but I don't, I don't understand yard culture. No. Or lawn culture no. in that way. Skiing. That was the other thing. Golfing, skiing, and fishing. Oh, that's right. He had like ski or maybe they were water skis. Yes, but still. Yeah. For a long week. Focus. Focus. <laughs> yeah and especially all okay, we did yesterday okay. was drive up a mountain and i was exhausted but also they weren't packed yet no and it was mid, on the day it was midday what are on you the doing? saturday yeah like where where are they going because are they just going to immediately get there and then pack everything up and come back for the monday yeah. like it doesn't make any sense it's i mean yeah. I, I guess blair did mention it was like maybe it was the summer or something like they that. they do say but, a long weekend but that's uh, even that's four days at yeah. best yeah, but um, yeah, I I also don't don't understand why Wayne tries to hit that bee with a bat. That seems fucking oh, yeah. stupid. <laughs> um, well, no, because they needed the, they needed a, a a thing to get him upstairs to to notice that it was still the though. Just glance down and say, don't have it in your like. Why are you going to try to hit? I don't know. I don't. I don't it, it was very stupid. At one point, Ron hits the peak of his dickishness by saying that he hopes Amy ends up on a milk carton. <sighs> If you were my brother, I'd put myself up for adoption. Yeah, hope your face ends up on a milk carton. Holy shit. Fucking dark. Especially like, because that was, that was the worst. Like, there was a time when every after school movie, every YA lit you were reading in elementary and junior high was, don't get kidnapped, motherfucker. You're going to end up on a milk carton. Yeah. Where I, I grew up in Houston. I never saw any kid's face on a milk carton. No. We had milk jugs. We didn't even have cartons. You had jugs? I've. I'm going to open a door and I don't know how to walk through it. Every jugs joke just tried to cram itself out of my (laughs) mouth at once. Oh, God. Shall we? We shall. Meanwhile, the Thompson and Zelensky parents become uneasy at their children's absence. May and Big Russ cancel their fishing trip and file a missing persons report with the police. Wayne eventually reveals the truth to Diane and she joins in the search. Later, she convinces Wayne to share the information with the Thompsons, but they remain skeptical. The kids feast on one of Nick's discarded oatmeal cream pie cookies and use a crumb to capture a friendly forager ant, naming it Auntie, and riding it toward the house. As night falls, the group takes shelter in a Lego piece. Amy and Little Russ begin to express feelings for one another and share a kiss. The kids are later attacked by a scorpion, but Auntie, at the cost of his own life, helps them drive the scorpion away. Holy shit, a payphone. Yeah, a payphone. (laughs) A fucking payphone. Not only did we used to have phones connected to wires connected to our walls, kids, these also existed out in the wild in public spaces for you to insert coins into to make short local calls. Yeah. Wild, <laughs> isn't it, it? It is absolutely wild. I'm going to get on a box here real quick. Get on your box, baby. Okay. Why not tell your wife immediately? She knows what you're doing. She knows right. what it is that you're trying to create. Right. You have proof of the couch being tiny. But you've already told her it was missing, and then you found it, and it was tiny. Y'all, Occam's razor, the kids also got shrank. Y'all could have had this. Why didn't he just immediately tell her? Instead of this convoluted 
weighted contraption, counterweighted contraption where he's combing the, uh, honestly, the same circular area. Like it's only, he's only going to cover so much diameter circumference. Yeah. yeah this, circumference? Th- this whole thing, well, it was on a police system, but at the same time, he's going to miss a great portion of the lawn right. by doing the way that he's doing it. Uh, again, I mean, but I hey, guess kids, it, TVs did used to weigh as much as a human man. Yeah. I had I had a computer that, monitor that was like seventeen inch. It was we like had 50 one. Pounds. We had one of those TVs that was built into like a wood. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about just an computer monitors. I'm talking about televisions that matched your furniture yeah. and were surrounded by hardwood tube televisions with clicky dials. I yeah, love, man. I kind of love that like bespoke <laughs> sort of. Like we kind of we don't have that anymore. No, like I want to find one and turn it into either a bar or a fish tank. It's very much like the the those Samsung they have those new like frame TVs that are pretending to be something else. Yes. it's kind of that same sort of vibe. But legit, like imagine we had one of those TVs right there where our bar is, and that's where all the booze lived was inside the. Yeah, that would be super cute. I I had there was there's like during college I really wanted to get one of those IMAX like the like candy colored IMAX and yes. turn it into a fish tank. Um, and, and yeah, I could never find one. Um, but anyways, back to my box. I I guess it's just the name of the movie. I guess that they had to, it had to be, there had to be, honey, I shrunk the kid's moment, but like, it. And he doesn't even say the full title of the film. No, just, he, he, he doesn't, doesn't say honey at all. I felt shortchanged, if I'm being honest. A little bit shortchanged. Are you trying to tell me you did it? It works. The machine works. Do the kids know? Well, yeah, the kids know. That's great. No, it's not that great. Why? I shrunk the kids. What? And the Thompson kids, too. They're about this big. They're in the backyard. What? Threw them out with the trash. Stay here. I'll get the door. Well, the movie did have, like, six different titles that they were working on That's during true. the production. Grounded in the big backyard. <laughs> so, I mean. It's the big backyard. In a minute, I'm going to need a little bit of oatmeal cream pie to stuff me up. Oh, gross. That. Oatmeal cream pie sequence. I used to love those things as a kid. And as a fat kid, you would have. Oh. In fact, I saw this in theaters now that I recall. Yeah. I was probably drooling as they dug handfuls of that cream. No. And crammed it in their faces. No. Good Lord. It was gross. Same with the goopy fucking water. Like, yeah. I, I get that they were trying to like, you know, they're smaller. So there's like surface tension. So the water's going to be. Looks going like pers- something you'd rinse out of the coffee mug you forgot you left in the car. Yeah, it was like, <gasps> it's just so <clears throat> gross and goopy. I did not like it. Yeah. Nope. Like slimy brown bong water. Yeah. Which would be the weirdest drag name, <laughs> but I could see it happening. <laughs> What's the point of the scene with him spinning with the dog? I don't understand. With what? When the dog is spinning him and it tightens up the rope and then he spins back around. I think it's just a gag. Well, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What the fuck? It's just a gag. And again, like, I get there's there's moments in this where, like, the movie seems pretty good. And there's other moments where it's just like, eh. Like when the cops show up after four kids have been reported missing. You don't that just. That woman faints and they just go, okay, bye. They turned around and they left. Did uh, you report some missing children? Oh, there must be some mistake. Ours are in the backyard. Right, honey? She's... Thank you. If a kid is reported missing and you have parents that have said, my kids are missing, and then you go to their house and then they say, nope, they're in the backyard, Something's you would up. want proof that the kids are in the backyard. Something's up, yes. Ugh, Absolutely. So stupid. So stupid. I had... When they're getting settled for the night and they're uh, getting Auntie ready for the barn. Yeah. Uh, Ron says, so fast. Hey, that's my hand. Why don't we let him go? He's worn out and his family might be worried about him. It's okay with me. Yeah, me too, I guess. Help me get off the harness. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that during Pride alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... Uh, we get... With uh, the cigarette, like, uh, coming back, like we said. Yeah. He flicks it. It lands. Flicks it into the neighbor's yard, which is a really dick move dick to move. begin with. Also, to begin put with. the fucking thing out. Yeah. If the yard's as bad as you say next door, you're about Ugh. to start a yard fire. A yard fire. Also, 
that kid is just in that cigarette smoke. Yeah. And this is how we have to do torches. We couldn't have done any other way. You got a, you got a kid like you couldn't have just stumbled have up a to the grill or something like that. Something. Like, like there could have just we got to do battery. this cigarette butt and have. Oh look, cigarettes can actually be good. No, because honestly, Nick is uh, even as a former smoker. No, this is dumb. It is dumb. But like Nick is, you know, technologically savvy in this. Like he's making right. inventions too. If there were a battery, he would know how to start a fire with it. Right. Like eh. you could make a battery out of potatoes. Yeah. I did that in elementary school. Well, Surely Nick knows something. I don't think you can use a potato to start a fire, though. But they needed light, not fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they needed something to burn. And, like, you're not going to be able to start that with a potato. Also, lenses. Le- yes, but it was night. They could have done it before it was night. That's fair. I'm just saying. Anyways, the choice of the cigarette was dumb. You know what else was weird, though? Hmm. The, they called it one of his Legos. Because famously, Lego insists that you call them Lego bricks. Yeah. If or you're Lego, if you're referring singular. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Famously, yeah. If, if Disney got clearance to say it at all and to use the shape, you would think that somebody over there would have went, uh-uh-uh. Yeah. You have to refer to it as a Lego brick. I don't know what Danish people <laughs> sound like. I don't know if I don't know if Lego was that serious that early on. It could know, just man. be that they were like they were like, they're, hey, we're going to be in a Disney. Always movie. been great. about brand integrity. That's hey, that's fair. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. The moms are really the only ones in this movie having any appropriate reactions. Yeah, except that Diane, Diane, Diane is the one who says this is our fault. We've got to get this family back together. Yeah, and proceeds to say that the thing that's their fault is that they work. Somehow I feel like this is all our fault. No, it's my fault. I start working on something and I, I don't think about anything else. I should have been more careful with that thing. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. You know, it's not important if I sell another house or if you get a grant this year or next. Just got to get this family back together. Uh, yes, May is concerned. You know, she seems to have a better head on her shoulders than her. I don't know what she sees in her husband. I don't either. He's got he, like, that's got to be a big golden dick because she's sticking around for something. A big golden. I'm saying. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, that's gotta, he's, he's got to be good in the sack because the he's an absolute shit lord. Yeah. His friend Ron isn't any great, any, any better Ron? the way he talks to his his wife. The one who was on Twin Peaks. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. She was on Twin she Peaks. She was. When she like flipped up those sunglasses, like, oh hey. Yeah, look at it. Rick Moranis <laughs> floating in his backyard. Ugh. Wayne floating in his backyard. I just yeah, the working parents of the true villains thing just really, really gets me. Um, but then we get back to Russ's uh being a size queen. Yeah. <laughs> when he talks about his dad pressuring him to be the guy with the bigger moon. The moon looks the same size, whether you're big or small. Yeah. Tell that to my dad. Why? Does he pick on you about your size? The bigger the guy, the bigger the moon. It's just the way he thinks. I don't understand this dynamic between these two. Is he referring to a butt? It sounds like he's saying his dad wants him to do squats so he could be a thick bottom. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. He's saying his dad would say, well, he oh, failed because his, he has no ass, none whatsoever, none but you know, ass. he's a rancher now that I, well, that's yeah, nice. he's still very attractive. Oh, good. He did the long hair thing like well into his twenties. That's funny. It was pretty. I do that. So when, uh, little Russ and Amy are getting into the Lego. Yep. Um, and you know, they're kind of, you know, flirting a little bit yep. and then, you know, they come in for that kiss yep. or whatever. And I was like, so this is what happens when you try to have sex with your neighbors. A scorpion attacks you. 
That's what this movie is trying to say. Oh, beware of premarital <laughs> sex. You'll get stung and die. By a, by a scorpion, yes. By a scorpion. Because yeah. that's the, this I, whole, the dick is the the you know yes, the sting yes. yeah yeah I got you that's, I got that's you. where we're going with this the whole Harry House and fight scene between <laughs> these two bugs though it's not great it, I I mean I'm sure it looked great on screens in theaters in 1989 yeah on my TV in my living room in 2023 it looks like Clash of the Titans <laughs> yeah it it was the stop motion was not was okay but again it was just so kind of gross looking yeah. too like. The scorpion was fucking terrifying. It really was. And this is and where it was like, yeah, full on horror movie. Well, and even after this, we get, it gets even scarier for the kids. Yeah. These kids are going to need some therapy after this. But yeah, it, it, this is the shit that they had to go through is nonsense. Like, nonsense. At this point, how are they going to walk through their yard without crying? Yeah, I don't know. Because they're going to step on all of their ant friends. All, well, just the one ant friend. Remember, they only ever found the one. I mean, but there's something to assume that there's. What's other- missing is his his you know fire burial where they take those cigarette cherries and just light them <laughs> on fire, and somebody plays taps on a kazoo. Which Are you ready to-, to wrap this up? Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> the next morning, Nick's friend Tommy arrives to mow the lawn. The kids are forced to seek shelter in an earthworm tunnel, barely escaping the vortex caused by the mower, which Wayne and Diane shut off just in time. The kids hitch a ride on Quark and enter the house, but Nick falls into Wayne's bowl of Cheerios and is nearly eaten. Quark bites Wayne on the ankle to get his attention. Wayne discovers the kids' presence and works to repair the machine. Both families meet in the attic, and the kids use charades to inform Wayne that the baseball blocked the laser, which previously overheated targets caused them to explode. Wayne corrects the problem, and Big Russ volunteers to be a test subject, the test is successful, and he and the kids are later restored to their original sizes. Months later at Thanksgiving, the Selinskis and Thompsons have become good friends and are toasting over an enlarged turkey. <laughs> Tommy is dense as fuck. Tommy is as dense Kid, as fuck. <laughs> even if this weren't a remote control lawnmower, do you know how to mow a fucking lawn? He's just going in circles. I'd have been pissed. I would have been pissed I too. I would have asked for two boxes of cookies and for him to redo it. My note here is the dog is the real hero. Of this it movie. really is. The sound of him standing up to this cat was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's the way that it ended. Yeah, it's man's best friend. Yeah. Kids come in on the note. It's a whole thing. I, I, there's really not a whole lot to say about this ending. Just that it's like two clicks away from a horror film. Them getting sucked up in the lawnmower and almost dying. Holy shit. Yeah. Terrifying. But also, like, the fact that they the, the Thompson kids and mother, for that matter, mm. couldn't tell that Russ was smoking again. Like, come on. Like, he was doing nothing to, for his hygiene elsewhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what was he? Yeah. Anyways. It was just, Anyways. Uh, I mean, that's, did you have anything else? That's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, that is. I mean, they, they blew up the turkey at the end, which looked god awful. It looked disgusting. It looked fucking gross. Terrifying. It's like, I did not want that. You could have put one of those kids inside that turkey. Yeah, I mean, for real. And like, you don't need that much food. No. Like, it's just so stupid. Uh, I did have a note about the cereal. Sure. Um, so it was a tank that was filled with 1,600 gallons of milk, like um, a milk-like substance uh, from chlorinated water food thickener, and pigment. Um, the Cheerios were made from tractor inner tube tires. Wow. <laughs> so it's kind of kind of wild. The practical effects in this really did sell a lot of, like, I. it's really easy to see why this took off the way that it did. I, yeah. I think the production was very effective. Speaking of, with a budget of $18 million, it made $222.7 That's what I mean. And yeah. kicked off a franchise. There were two sequels a TV show, mm-hmm. the Disney experience, and they're rebooting it again. I think it's called Shrunk. Just Shrunk. Okay. Um, Rick Moranis is coming out of retirement for it, and Josh Gad is playing his son, Nick. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I think they're trying to, like, reboot the franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Which see. be another they... reason for them to bring the uh, that kind of experience back and put something in that Captain EO theater again. <sighs> Let's talk about some reviews, shall we? Yes, critics gave it 78% overall. Uh, the, the staff review at Variety said it's the best tradition of Disney, and even better than that because it's not so juvenile that adults won't be thoroughly entertained. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, Derek Adams from Time Out uh, gave it sterling entertainment. 
Thanks, Derek. Yeah, thanks. Karen thanks, James from the New York Times said an old-fashioned romp that conveys a sense of wonder simply by placing young actors next to fantastic oversized props. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Rita Kempley from the Washington Post says, though it relies on special effects, this cutie pie caper never loses sight of its protagonist amid the bigger-than-life Cheerios and 40-foot blades of grass. Okay. Our friend Roger Ebert at the Chicago Sun-Times, we, we sometimes agree with them and sometimes do not. The special effects are all there, nicely in place, and the production values are sound, but the movie is dead in the water. Agreed, Ooh, Robert. Rog Thank you. Roger. His name is Roger. Roger. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> Thank you, Roger Ebert. You're absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Viewers, however, gave it a 54%. That's hard to believe, considering how much it made. Yeah. This super reviewer uh, gave it three and a half stars in 2009, saying, endless fun with the kids trying to attract adults' attentions when they were reduced to incredible shrinking man size by their dad's accidentally activated invention. Characterizations are warm and believable, and the adventure is inventive and enjoyable. I guess. I guess. I mean, uh, yeah, as like, you know, a shrinking, like this is a trope that Hollywood has used, like shrinking people, that sort of thing. Uh, it's not, it's not a bad entry to it. Um, the next person though, uh, we don't have a name for this, gave it a half star saying, I really dislike these movies. <clears throat> Do you okay, go bud? on. You yeah, okay? I know. Right. Who hurt you? A giant ant. Brandon <laughs> G gave it one star and said, this movie is dumb, cringe, unfunny, gross, and shouldn't exist. It's such a dumb concept. And I don't understand how this is even, how this even became a film. The fact that Disney world had an attraction based off this movie is even worse. I don't Brandon, agree with Brandon. This is too calm much. Calm the fuck down. Because it's not that bad. Jesus. And honestly, again, there are, like I said, the pacing in this actually was fairly okay. Uh, the, the good brisk movie. The the characters performances were, were fine. Fairly likable. Effects were yeah. good. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, just of the time. Eh. Yeah, it won fucking awards. Uh, yeah, James Horner won an ASCAP uh, and was nominated. It was nominated for a Saturn Award for yeah. best science fiction film. Special effects crew run a BAFTA. So like, yep. yeah, like we're, this is good. Yeah. In, you know, as much as, yeah, whatever. Like Anyways. I said, there were sequels in 92. They had uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Uh, then there was the Disney Parks attraction yep. that went live in Epcot, Disneyland, Tokyo, Disneyland, and Paris, Disneyland. Um, film begins as a mock award show in the, the attraction. Yeah. Um, by the Imagination Institute that is intended to honor Wayne as inventor of the year, and instead the audience is shrunk and threatened by Quark, Gigabyte, Nick's pet python, <laughs> Diane, and even Adam, among other thrills. It reprises most of the original cash and adds Eric Idle as the host of the awards show. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, yep. they removed it in 2010. Yeah. And then after that, we had Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves in 1997. Uh, and then the TV series, which had Peter Scolari as Wayne. Um, I watched, I, re I recall a few episodes of that. And like mm. I said, um, in February of 2018, they were announcing a live action remake as part of Disney plus COVID happened. It got put on the back burner, but as of February, 2020, it was reported that Rick Moranis will come out of his long-term retirement to reprise his role as Wayne and that Johnston is now confirmed to direct. That's rad. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, uh, in an early version of the script of this movie, yeah. there were five kids, one of which died during the sprinkler sequence. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. Just a few clicks away from a horror film. Yes. Uh, well. I mean, that was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Well, yeah. What do you think, hon? Again, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I thought it was, I thought it was fine. fun. You can show uh, it to your kids. Look, it's not so problematic that you can't show it to your kids today. I, I didn't see very much wrong problematic just other than thing. just the misogyny. That too. Um, But like, you know, it's it's a teaching moment, I think. But also the misogyny but, like gets like... Amy, at one point, I thought she was going to grab that, grab her on by the balls. Yeah. Like, she gives it back. Exactly. It's not, the, the misogyny and the toxic masculinity isn't forgiven and, by any stretch of the And the message. women in this are, the women in this competent. movie are, are strong and competent. Yes. Which is something that you can't say for a lot of movies from this era. Yeah. So, you know, hey, mm. like, uh, yeah, I, I didn't hate it. Me neither. So Where can they find us on social media? Clancy? They can find us at NonplusPod on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And also Twitter. And in fact, I'm more on our nonplus Twitter now I that I'm guess. not using my own. So if you're still on there for whatever reason, f give us a follow and we'll try to brighten your day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also email us at uh, suggestions at nonpluspod.com. Let us know what you think about any of the movies we've covered, do cover. Uh, if you've got contrary opinions, if you've got a suggestion, shoot it to us there. And also rate, review, and subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. Yeah. That'll help us a lot. It will. We're going to go finish our own long weekend with Blair 
Yeah. Uh, but until next time, that over there is my husband, Clint. And over there is my beautiful and strong husband, Josh. Oh, I'm beautiful and strong. And we have been nonplussed. Ugh. We're not really about this movie. It's all right. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's And it was for the wedding of some friend. It sounds like the dog needs to go to the bathroom. Yeah, all right. I'll be right God back. damn it. <laughs> of course. Just like the fucking cat. Oh, you sat down? You're recording? Let me go ahead and smash this bell so that I can tell you that I need to take a piss. You got a hot mic? Let me jingle jangle so I can let you know I got a shit. <laughs> oh, we might be able to see him out inside. This will be fun. It's like a zoo. What the fuck does it matter? Like... You're going to, uh, this is, uh, yep. I mean, this is the problem with the police, with the police, the police, the police Navidad <laughs> kids are voiced, Boy. voiced. Remember you can get $20 off your first box of booze boosters from shaker and spoon with the code nonplus. Just go to shaker and spoon.com slash nonplus to get your $20 off today. Add some personality to your potions and some spice to your sauce. Ew. <laughs>